I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is going on, my beautiful peeps? This is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and welcome to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. And what has been off to a very good and a bit of a stress-free start to the off-season program. The Dallas Cowboys are set to begin training camp July 21st next month. Really not that far away because time does in fact fly by. And the best part is that they will be able to go to beautiful and sunny Southern California for their annual and usual training camp. Unfortunately, last year... It did not happen because of the whole COVID-19 pandemic. And well, well, that was truly a shame because Southern California is beautiful. Personally, I love spending a lot of time there. My good friend and my mentor lives out there. Got a, another good friend, Mahir Al-Shawa, who lives there, who I really got to spend some time with. God, I really need a vacation, don't I? Anyway... You know, it's been a it's been a moment since I've actually been on to be able to do a Cowboys Talk episode. The last episode was when uh, the schedule came out, and I had Josh Kirby of the uh, Kirby uh, Sports uh, Podcast, by the way, which is an amazing podcast. You guys have to check it out. And, you know, him being a supporter of the Washington football team and me being the Cowboys guy, I felt it was something unique to have a Cowboys guy and a Washington guy speak of the schedule and basically kind of say how miserable our future really looks to be. So... Tried something new. It's the episode's been doing great. It's, it's still doing great. So it's always good to try something new. It's it's always about doing something that's never been done before, and that is what I am truly committed to. So let's get right to it, ladies and gentlemen. As far as training camp goes, well, there's three main things in my case that are, that I'm really hoping are huge improvements for this coming season. Number one, the health of Dak Prescott. Number two. The health of the offensive line. And number three, the condition and the motivation and the setup of our defense. Because last year, to say that our defense was, in the words of Wiley, a.k.a. the Venomous Stare, repugnant, would be an understatement. The defense was so terrible that it could not beat a freaking peewee team, for God's sake. So far, there's been nothing about nothing but positivity speaking on the defense. It seems that so far, Dan Quinn is doing a very good job. These are basically all these reports I'm seeing from Blogging the Boys to Mr. Mike Leslie to several other sources on Twitter. And speaking of Mike Leslie, I have to really tip my hat to him because you know he's been pro- providing some very good information with this. As of last week, he was certainly covering. Uh, the OTAs and everything, and he's really been saying some things I really needed to know, so he's been confirming some information that I've been wondering. So, Mike Leslie, if you're listening to this by any chance, thank you, sir. I really appreciate you. So, anyway, the fact that, you know, we're going back to Dak Prescott, so far, you know, speaking of Dak Prescott, actually, I should say this at yesterday, apparently he made... A what I like to say is a career change move as far as endorsements go because, well, he really cut himself a hell of a good deal. He is leaving Adidas and he is joining the Jordan brand. <laughs> it says here that he left Adidas as 
he has agreed to a five-year deal with the Jordan brand. Well, in Dak Prescott's case, it's nothing personal. It's just business, right? I'm sure Dak Prescott would say that because, you know, in the case of an athlete, when it comes to endorsements, of course you want the better deal. Of course you want the deal that's going to put more money in your pocket. That's what it's about, isn't it? And of course, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, <laughs> I don't know much about Adidas and the Jordan. I mean, I'm not, you know, my world isn't really being an enthusiast with, with that clothing. I mean, they're both fine clothing brands, no doubt about it. But, you know, it's not always about the money. It's because a lot of these players, you know, whether they're an Adidas guy or they're a Jordan guy, a lot of guys are like that. But whatever the case, Dak Prescott made a business-slash-executive decision, and I hope it goes well for him. But the main thing about Dak Prescott that we really have to talk about is that he is the foot injury. According to the Dallas Cowboys, Dak had a statement to say about his ankle injury, and it was be put like this, quote, Put it on the tombstone. So that indicates a couple of things, ladies and gentlemen. Number one, the foot is healed. Number two, Dak Prescott has made tremendous progress as far as recovery goes. Number three, I think at this point, Dak Prescott feels very good. That is great news. Now, of course, y'all know me. (coughs) In the past, of course, I've been... Pretty freaking hard on Dak Prescott. I've, I'll admit that perhaps I've overly criticized. I was just maybe just being an asshole, okay. But I've come to the fact that look, whether he's, whether I'm a fan of his or not, whether I think he's the man for the job or not, I have to accept the fact that Dak Dak Prescott is all the Cowboys have, because this is a point that was made by a guest from the past, Ricky Lintwinkowich, Paint Train Pipe Bomb Production. He's the guy that knows the offensive program. He knows how to circulate around the offense. He knows the deal. And Ricky's absolutely right. So Prescott is, in fact, our guy, whether we like it or not. But furthermore, it would be bad for the Cowboys to dump Dak Prescott and go for a rookie quarterback in the first round. Because then you're back at square one. You've got to teach this guy the program of the offense. And that's going to take at least three years. So whether we like it or not, I mean, the same thing with Wiley. I mean, Wiley's not going to like this. He's probably not going to agree with it, agree to it. But whether we like it or not, we have to root for Prescott. We have to accept the fact Prescott is the guy. I mean, Prescott got his massive deal. And all I'm going to say is I hope he makes the best of it. I hope Prescott actually does something well. And in Prescott's case, he's certainly going to need a healthy offensive line. And the offensive line is what we're going to get to in a few minutes. So at this point, look... Whatever I might have said about Prescott, I'm at the point now where I've accepted him as the quarterback for now. It's going to get me heat. It's going to get me criticized. But personally, you know what? I don't care. All right? People don't agree with me. You know, that comes with the territory. So personally, I don't care. All right? But I've come to understanding that, look, whether I like it or not, Prescott's the quarterback. Instead of being negative about it, let's root for him. Okay? Because much like me, he has worked hard in his life, and I want him to succeed. So moving on, you know, and speaking of the defense, Nashawn Wright apparently has actually been making an impact. Last week, Mike Leslie sent out a tweet that Nashawn Wright made an impressive interception. Hmm. And Nashawn Wright was really getting some hell from some of the fans because a lot of these fans apparently had no faith in the guy. And here I was saying, 
Why are we judging the book by the cover? Why are we judging, judging this guy before he's even arrived for the Cowboys? Let the man prove himself. Let's give him a chance, guys. Everybody deserves a shot. Let's see what he's doing. And so far, it seems that he's doing fine. He's going to make the team. Of course, you know, it's only the beginning. He's going to have to make the impact at training camp. But the fact that he's, he's at a good start right now, that shows that he's he's got a chance of making a huge name for himself at training camp. And personally, I wish him nothing but the best of luck. Because the Cowboys need all the help they can get to repair what was the worst defense I had ever seen in my entire life. But it doesn't end there. According to Leslie also, was that, you know, to, to Tyler Basham, one of the defensive end that we actually acquired during the offseason, actually seems to be happy so far. You see, you know, he's, and according to Mike Leslie, two telling quotes in the first moments of his press conference. And one of the quotes is what's really important. No, they're actually, they're technically, they're, you know, quite frankly, I should say, they're both important because one of them, how he mentions that it's been a while since he's played with, quote, an explosive offense. And number two, which is the most important, quote, I think I've done enough losing. So it's good because, you know, for in Taylor Batchelor's case, he's a former Indianapolis Colt, he's a former New York Jet, and the fact that he's excited to be in Dallas, well, that's good because we need players to be excited to be here. We need a positive vibe. We need motivation. We need passion. We need all the positivity we can get. we got to kick all the negativity out of the door. It has no place for on this team. It's about being happy. It's about being focused. It's about reverting back to what we have forgotten about that is winning. The Cowboys need to be at the point where they can win games. It's about winning. <sighs> Lane Vanderesh. Well, there's something that we've really been worried about because, you know, in the words of Wiley, aka the Venomous Stare, Sean Lee 2.0 is Lane Vanderesh. Well, so far, there's been nothing reported about Leighton Van Der Esch, nothing negative at least, so, so far, so good. I mean, all I can say as far as Leighton Van Der Esch goes is, hopefully he stays healthy this year. He's entering the final year of his rookie contract, and the club option after that was not picked up by the Cowboys. They declined it. So this is make or break for Leighton Van Der Esch. If he gets hurt in week one, misses, misses at least six weeks, forget it. He's done. The Cowboys will not, will not resign him. It's probably going to be difficult for him to find a, 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 a find another team. The, the future is going to be clearly unknown. Honestly, I hope that doesn't happen. Because the Leighton Van Der Esch story, start, you know, starting on him growing in a small town in Idaho, to being a walk-on at Boise State, to earning a scholarship, it's an amazing story. It would be sad if such an amazing story had such a sad ending. There's a lot of players to be really, really concerned about. And that's, one of them is Leighton Van Der Esch. But there's also Jalen Smith. But also, the, I think the one that we're also... That Wiley and I are so ser- severely concerned about would be none other than Ezekiel Elliott. Because Ezekiel Elliott, since he got his massive payday, we have not seen what we want from him. So Zeke Elliott's going to have to have a breakout year in 2021. Same thing with Van Der Esch, same thing with Jalen Smith. The entire team's going to need to have a breakout year. Everybody, because they're all in this together, guys. Okay. And here's another tweet by Mr. Mike Leslie showing the Ezekiel Elliott working a one-on-two against Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch. 
And according to these, yeah, all these players, they all seem to be moving well. I mean, Lane Vandress doesn't seem to be suffering any, any, any ill effects. But, you know, these are just drills. I mean, we have to see how it is, especially on the field, especially during a game. And, of course, uh, from what I understand, you know, C.D. Lamb has actually been doing a very good job. Last week uh, at practice had a, a huge uh, catch, you know, and how uh, Mr. Mike Leslie describes it. Prescott was, quote, flushed from the plot, plot excuse me, <laughs> flushed from the pocket, and, you know, right down to a single coverage, and C.D. Lamb just jumped up, made the catch, and 45 yards down the field, so. And other than that as well, as, you know, Micah Parsons apparently is, a, is off to an amazing start. You know, I practiced last week. He had a, a pick six, so. <laughs> when speaking of Micah Parsons, Seems like he just signed his uh, first contract with the Cowboys. It's a four-year deal. Well, that's usually how rookie contracts are. They're always four-year deals, right? <laughs> and, as, and according to the NFL.com, the Cowboys are experimenting with him in a, a position of a, being a, de- a designated pass rusher. I've spoken about this many times, and we and I spoke this with this on, with Wiley, and I've made this abundantly clear so many times. The Cowboys have lacked a elite pass rusher for so long. My gut tells me that Micah Parsons may be the guy. I'm not going to say he is the guy because we haven't seen anything yet. He may be the guy. That's the key. He may be the guy. But we'll have to wait and see. But Wiley brought up a good point by when he said, as great as Micah Parsons is, it's one guy in, in a defense that's totally, quote, fraudulent or repugnant. The t- very important words that we remember Wiley from. Or as I say, very important words that we know Wiley will say. And Wiley's absolutely right when it comes to that decision. But as far as Michael Parsons go, for me, there's nothing but excitement. And so, and the fact that he's already doing well at OTAs and the mandatory workouts and everything, it's great. It, it really is. You know, it, it's even amazing that, you know, everybody. so far, I mean, there has been no reports about nobody not showing up to OTAs or anything. So, so it really seems that the, cow, the boys are really, you know, coming back together. They're, they're doing things different. They couldn't do this last year. So they're really trying to make up what was lost last year and putting it into this year. They're putting the, the extra work right now to make up for what was lost last year. Okay. I mean, the, the, this this whole COVID drama, I mean, it, it really have huge effects on the teams. I mean, when they can't do, you know, all the workouts, they can't do the, the traditional training camp. I mean, it really is a pain in the butt. But again, you know, I, I'm really... I'm really happy for the Cowboys, you know, to have their training camp back in Oxnard, California. Again, they'll be it'll start, I believe, uh, July 21st. And let's keep in mind the Cowboys and the Steelers are actually going to play in the Hall of Fame game. It takes place August 5th, 2021, and both teams, according to Sports Kita, will be allowed to start their training camp 6 days ahead of the rest of the league. Well, that's that would certainly be a bit beneficial for the Cowboys because the Cowboys need as much practice as they can. So, Anyway, well, it's really been so far, you know, I, I, I swear to God, I mean, uh, unfortunately, I guess if there's any bit of a bad news is that Omari Cooper lately has been dealing with a, with an ankle injury, and he, he may not be ready to go for at least another month. Does that worry me? Well... Of course it does. I mean, Amari Cooper is our top receiver. He's the he's the guy with the expense with the expensive contract, and we need a healthy Amari Cooper. Dak Prescott needs a, a healthy Amari Cooper. But from all the reports, it's nothing serious. 
Although what's uh, troublesome and very worrisome for me is that he's he's not going to be one of the sources actually said he's quote not going to be able to, to run for for another two to three weeks. Now, as scary as it sounds, maybe it's a good thing because if that ankle problem, you know, if he can, because he's, he's going to have to heal it first before he does any running. He's going to have to make sure it's 100% before he does anything. The last thing the Cowboys need, especially in Amari Cooper's case, is for an injury to be, is, is to be aggravated. Okay, especially with the, with the ankle, especially when it's, when, it's, when it's the top receiver. The Cowboys need everybody fully healthy 100% for week one when the Cowboys travel to Tampa to take on the GOAT, Tom Brady, and the defending Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Which now brings to the other point, the offensive line. So far, nothing negative reported on that too. Seems that Lyle Collins is feeling good. Same thing with Tyron Smith, and you know, as far as Tyron Smith goes, he's the guy that, I mean, you, you know, dude's been in the year league. He's now in his, he's coming into his 10th year in the league. I remember when the Cowboys drafted him back in 2011 when he was only 20 years old. He was drafted, I believe it was the 10th overall pick out of the University of Southern California. But Tyron Smith, just, you know, when we, when we drafted him, I was like, man, man, this dude is just one of the best offensive lines in the freaking in the world, you know. The Cowboys needed an offensive lineman because, you know, during that time, especially during the prime of Tony Romo, there was no good offensive line. I mean, it was probably, it was average at best, but it was more below average to mediocre than it was on a positive level of being average. So the Cowboys need an offensive line. I mean, it's to protect Dak Prescott. But with Dak, in Dak Prescott's case, and I spoke to this with Wiley a few days ago, is that because of the foot injury, Dak Prescott is, is going to be at a point where if he scrambles, the risk is there again. Because if he, if he scrambles and he gets hit again, there's a chance that if, if that ankle is targeted, if his foot's targeted, it breaks again. Well, if it breaks again, forget it. Prescott's going to be forced into retirement. That foot, as even if it's you know if it's healed, if he, if Prescott even goes to say he's never felt better in his life, he feels a whole lot better now. That's great. I mean, I, I thought that I don't believe him. I'm sure the ankle is doing fine. But keep in mind, as greatly healed as an ankle could be. It's not the same. It's never the same again. Like the same thing goes for a torn ACL. Like a serious injury, no matter what. Even if you made a full recovery, that particular part of your body is not the same. Okay, anything that happens to it, it could it could just be more damage than it was before, and the damage could be easily done. So what I'm trying to say is, the the Cowboys are gonna have to do something like. We're gonna to have to be put in a situation where, like, we're not gonna put. We have to avoid putting Pre- Dak Prescott in situations where he's gonna to have to run for his life. Now, if he runs and there's nobody around it, and he can safely run out of bounds, okay, fine. But still, he can run out of bounds and still get hit. Anything could happen. So, my point is, we have to protect Dak Prescott at all costs, okay? Because he's got the expensive contract now. We can't. We can't let this go off or not. We can't have this investment fail, even though. A lot, you know, a lot of people would have said that you know it's going to fail because Prescott's not a, is not a good thrower. He's not good with the deep passes. Look, again, I'm trying to stay as positive as I can, as difficult as it is. And as far as I'm concerned, I was like, well, if there's any criticism to be unleashed, well, I'm going to save that for the season. But for now, let's wait. I mean, again, let's not judge it. Even though Prescott's been a while around, and a lot of people are just convinced that he's just no good. But but we need a healthy Lyle Collins. A healthy Tyron Smith. A healthy Zach Martin. And the other guy, the dude, 
<coughs> Tyler uh, Biotich. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce his last name. <coughs> I really hope to see him get some more playing time, and he's going to have to stay healthy too. So with, an, so with a healthy offensive line, a healthy Dak Prescott, and a very balanced and solid defense, the Cowboys are going to do just fine. Unfortunately, in the case of Prescott and defense, it's more unlikely that we're going to have the expectations that I'm dreaming of right now than, than the reality. Like, is Prescott really going to be the, finish as the top quarterback next year? I mean, it could happen. I don't know if it will or not. I'm not going to, I'm not going to make a, a prediction like that and guarantee that it's 100% true. At this point, look, we just have to wait and see, okay? Unfortunately, you know, and I know that Wiley is very unhappy about it. It was, you know, for Kellen Moore to actually, you know, sign a new deal and stay on as the Cowboys offensive coordinator, you know, I've kind of put, like, you know, and I said this, look, you know, we'll criticize when the time is right. Like, if we see this during the game that the offensive, that the play calling is horrible, that this happened, that's the time to do it. we got to save it for the best, basically. But, you know, at this point, you know, with every, with more positivity than negativity, as far as the training camp reports, then it, it, it does help. So, and, you know, there's actually, you know, a training camp video of CeeDee Lamb making that huge catch. So, it's really good to see CeeDee Lamb doing well and, you know, and, and seeing how Dak Prescott made that huge pass. I mean, it, it seems that maybe Dak Prescott has been working on his deep passes because that's what he has to work on because the deep passes is what's been very bothersome with him. So, and, and seeing from this video, it really seems like Prescott has really been working on his throwing. So, so I'm proud of Dak. And I'm pretty sure he's been working hard to come back. You know, look, whether we like Prescott or not, we're not going to deny the fact that he is, he is a hard worker. I'm not going to deny that. And so far, and from these videos, and I've seen much more tape. Like, yeah, Prescott's certainly moving a bit different. I mean, obviously, there's that foot, but I'm telling you, there's a little bit more quickness. He's reading the field a little bit better. His throwing has improved a bit. So maybe we're about to see a Dak Prescott we've never, we've never seen before, but in a positive way. Maybe 2021 could see, if it like, let me put it like this. If Prescott finishes this season as the leading thrower, the most yards, the most touchdown passes, the best quarterback in the league, I'm going to come out on this show, and I'm sure Wiley's going to be on the show, and and, we're, and I'll have to say, well, this is a new and improved Dak Prescott, and this is a Dak Prescott that the Cowboys can benefit from. But it's too early to make, to make such a prediction. Again, I'm just saying at this point, so far from what I've seen, Dak Prescott is showing signs of a new Dak Prescott. And if he's got the great offensive line to protect him, if the wide receivers can you know be open but can make the good catches, if there's that connection between him and the receivers and it's good, and he can make the good throws, he can read the field well, the Cowboys offense, the passing offense, is going to be, in the words of Wiley, God tier. Now before I wrap it up, i got to talk a little bit about the rushing game. And I, sp- and I spoke about this about Z- Ezekiel Elliott. It's been really difficult to not be so positive about Ezekiel Elliott, but lately, there's just really no positivity to think about, okay? And I told Wiley, and, and I made this crystal clear, and he fully agreed that Pres- uh, excuse me, that Zeke Elliott is going to have to have a breakout year, okay? Especially this year. Of course, he's going to need the offensive line, but again, and Wiley and I actually may have made this clear as well, was that these fun- when, when 
Ezekiel Elliott has that long run, and then he gets hit, and then he fumbles the ball. That's not on the offensive line. That's on him. Okay. But a lot of things have been going wrong in this case ever since he's, he's gotten paid. Okay. As far as Zeke goes, look, I don't... I might have semi-given up on the guy, but look, I refuse to give up on, on, on somebody. Especially because, you know, Zeke Elliott's like me. You know, he, he's living, he, you know, fighting to achieve his dreams, working hard, just like I am. So it, it, it would really hurt me to say I give up on this guy because, you know, I've had people tell me to my face, I give up on you. I don't believe in you. You're never going to make it. Okay? So for me to do that, that makes me a hypocrite. But so as far as Zeke goes, all I can do is hope. I mean, there's been really no negative reports about him. I mean, he's at OTAs, he's at everything, and like I said, you know, he's been working with Leighton Vanderash and Jalen Smith, and I'm sure he's working with Dak and everybody else, and like I said, I mean, the boys are together, they're making up for, for time lost from last season when they couldn't do all this, so... The Cowboys are really building and preparing for next season, and all I can say is, well, hopefully we're in for a good season, but... You know, like I, I'm not gonna say we're gonna win the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, I, I've made that clear. Like, you know, it's gonna be years before we're even worthy of being Super Bowl worthy contenders. But at this point, like, if we can put positive results on the field, that we can win. I mean, that's what I want to see. The first thing I want to see is I want to see some wins, some very good wins. Okay, not just you know, being down by 20 points and then coming from behind and then winning the game, or not scoring like 20 unanswered points at the end and still losing after we're down by 30 points. Like in the words of Wiley again, you know garbage time stats or points we want to see the Cowboys dominate the game from the opening kickoff to the final knee to close out the game it's about being on top of your game every second of the game because every second of the game counts but I'm telling you from these tapes from these videos I mean there's a lot of hard work being done a lot of things are going very well again you know and I shit you not folks I shit you not the video the tapes I've seen on Prescott I mean I'm telling you these, he's making these moves that I've not seen before. Again, like, especially with the throwing. So uh, that's why I believe that if Prescott has a tremendous year and he's the best quarterback in the league and the Cowboys win the NFC East, make a deep run in the playoffs, I would say, well, this is probably a new and improved Dak Prescott, and this is a Prescott that the Cowboys can benefit from and hopefully win the Super Bowl. But, you know, that's way too early to tell. But so far, you know, the, this offseason, everything's been going great. You know, I, I watched a little bit about the press conferences. You know, Mike McCarthy, you, you can really see it. I mean, like, he's, he's enjoying the time out there. I mean, I'm sure he's happy, you know, to have the OTAs, the, the workouts and everything. So, like I said, it seems like the entire team is happy. They are focused. They are excited. They're motivated. That's what the Cowboys need, okay? Because, again, with all that, the Cowboys can finally do something that's really been important for so long that a lot of people have forgotten about. Win games. It's about the winning Okay, because I don't want to have Wiley back on and then remind everybody that how important it is to win. Because Wiley is tired of that, folks. I know Wiley too well. I've known Wiley for a long time. Okay, so it, and it pains him to to have to come on this show and and remind everybody have we have y'all have we all forgotten that how important winning is that it's about winning? Because Wiley brings up always brings up the point. What's the point of the amazing stats and everything if we don't win the game? But Wiley's right because Wiley stresses the fact it's about winning, and Wiley is absolutely right. And speaking of Wiley, he will be on the show coming soon, so y'all better be better be excited for that. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
Google, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me. I hope everybody has having a good start to the summer. I will see you all next time. Help out them cowboys.